Hello and welcome to the Cherry Hill Perspective. Since this one will air right before Christmas, we thought we would keep it on the lighter side. For the sake of inclusion, we will be referring to the season as the holiday season, not Christmas or any other specific religious celebration. We thought it would be fun to look back at some of the holiday gift giving trends we're seeing there for 2023 and for previous years as well. And then we're going to chat a little bit about the evolution of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and we can't forget Boxing Day. So in essence, we're going to talk about spending over the holidays, see how things have evolved over the years, and maybe get you to think twice before you buy, buy, buy this season. So let's start off with what's hot for gift giving in 2023. The list starts off with a surprise box. These have become popular. The one that jumps out as an example is a mystery tackle box. This is marketed as a gift for him, but I'm sure the woman who loves fishing would be happy to get this as well. It's a box with lures, some bait, and a magazine with fishing tips. Not too sexy to me, but then again, I'm not a huge fisherman, and so I'm clearly not the target audience. The list then has the usual comfy PJ sets, handy crossbody bags, and hair appliances. You can even get a custom neon sign made for that hard-to-buy-for tween. Or just get them a gift certificate like you did last year. So I got a chuckle at the 12-inch screen magnifier. My husband might be getting one of these as he's forever squinting at the small stuff on his phone. Well, he's really squinting everywhere for that matter. So not sure who'd be thrilled with getting it as a holiday gift, though. For the I-have-no-idea-what-to-buy-them person, there are lightsaber chopsticks. I thought this was super fun. This would be the perfect gift for a gift exchange. Everyone would be vying for this present. A fun one I found was the 100 Dates scratch-off poster. For your loved one, obviously, everyone can enjoy this romantic gift which features 100 date ideas that they can scratch off as they go. Ideas include things like taking a pottery class or going to a concert or even visiting a museum. Another one I found kind of fun and interesting, the decompression magnetic metal pen. It works as a pen, but can be taken apart into little pieces and reorganized to be a dog, a car, or even a small person. This would be great for the person in your life with ADHD. We all have those, and maybe myself included, because I find this really interesting. This year, there was no huge breakout stars, apparently. So let's take a peek back and remember some of the crazes from the 1990s and beyond. If you're old enough to remember the 90s like we are, you will remember the Tamagotchi, the miniature digital pet. Keeping the little black and white pixelated character alive seemed like a matter of life or death. And in a way, I suppose it was for that little digital friend. You would think that the introduction of smartphones that Tamagotchis would be redundant, but you can still buy one of these tiny eggs today and they don't look like they've strayed too far from the original 90s design. So next up is the Beanie Baby. Ever a classic, the Beanie Baby craze took over the entire world and it's no surprise as these cuddly little toys were super cute and loved by everyone from knitting loving grannies to high-flying business types. The beads that the Beanie Babies are stuffed with make them heavier than regular teddies and are the perfect comforting buddy. They are also slightly understuffed, which makes them more floppy and realistic than the usual teddy bears. Beanie Babies aren't a toy just for kids, however, as they are considered highly collectible and some of them can go for thousands of dollars. I was surprised to learn that some of these Beanie Babies still have value. I thought that that bubble had popped, and I'm sure it had. But when we think of Beanie Babies, I remember the photo of a couple on the floor of a courtroom dividing their collection as part of their divorce, probably in the late 90s. And I always get a little chuckle at that. Next up on our list of 90s toys, we have our first games console and one of the best on the planet, the Nintendo 64. If you were lucky enough to have a Nintendo 64 as a kid, then you were probably the coolest in the classroom maybe the country. The N64 was Nintendo's fifth generation gaming console and has gone on to produce some of the most beloved characters in gaming history. 
So I think we all remember the Etch-A-Sketch. It was actually first produced in 1960, but has continued its popularity right up to the present day, establishing itself as one of the most well-known 90s toys. Do you remember Woody from Toy Story? He used the Etch-A-Sketch to write messages and draw, bringing the Etch-A-Sketch into the public eye and causing every kid to want one and write their own secret messages. So you turn the knobs on this clever toy to draw your very own masterpiece or leave a message for the next person to use it. Shake and the words or image are gone forever and the Etch-A-Sketch is left blank for your next creation. Another range of 90s toys that were first released in the 1960s and had another surge of popularity throughout the 90s was the Trolls. These funny little dolls are only a few inches tall and feature bright hair combed straight up off the Trolls' heads. In the 1990s, there were several video games and a video series released that further increased the popularity of these toys. In 2016, the DreamWorks movie Trolls was brought out, and another in 2017, and yet another released in 2020, making these 90s toys still popular today. We could go on and on, and there were old-school Cabbage Patch dolls that would break your face when they rolled onto you in the night, the iconic Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, and the creepy, creepy Furby, and of course, Pokemon cards that are still traded today. My son loves them. All this talk of gifts... Let's talk about Black Friday and its evolution. So there are a few dark and somewhat tragic myths that I found out there about Black Friday. They were proven to be clearly false, so there's no need to repeat them further here. So the real story behind Black Friday, however, is not as sunny as retailers might have you believe. Back in the 1950s, police in the city of Philadelphia used the term to describe the chaos that ensued on the day after Thanksgiving when hordes of suburban shoppers and tourists flooded into the city in advance of the big Army-Navy football game that was held on on that Saturday every year. Not only were Philly cops not able to take the day off, but they actually had to work extra long shifts dealing with the additional crowds and traffic. Shoplifters also took advantage of the Bedlam in stores, and they made off with merchandise, adding to the law enforcement's headaches. By 1961, Black Friday had caught on in Philadelphia, to the extent that the city's merchants tried unsuccessfully to change it to Big Friday to remove the negative connotations. The term didn't spread to the rest of the country until much later, however, and as recently as 1985, it wasn't in common use nationwide. Sometime in the late 1980s, however, retailers found a way to reinvent Black Friday and turn it into something that reflected positivity rather than negativity on them and their customers. The result was the red to black concept of the holiday, the notion that the day after Thanksgiving marked the occasion when America's stores finally turned a profit. The Black Friday story stuck, and pretty soon the terms darker roots in Philadelphia were largely forgotten. Since then, the one-day sales bonanza has morphed into a four-day event and spawned other retail holidays such as Small Business Saturday or Sunday and Cyber Monday. Stores started opening earlier and earlier on that Friday, and now the most dedicated shoppers can head out right after their Thanksgiving meal. Clearly, the origins are in the USA, but we as Canadians often travel to the States to participate in the crazy sales, as well as do lots of shopping here at home. So Cyber Monday is a marketing term for e-commerce transactions on the Monday after Thanksgiving in the United States. It was created by retailers to encourage people to shop online. The term was coined by Ellen Davis of the National Retail Federation and Scott Silverman and made its debut on November 28, 2005 in a shop.org press release titled Cyber Monday, quickly becoming one of the biggest online shopping days of the year. Cyber Monday takes place on the Monday after Thanksgiving. The date falls between November 26th and December 2nd, depending on the year. 
Cyber Monday has become the online equivalent to Black Friday and offers a way for smaller retail websites to compete with larger chains. Since its inception, it has become an international marketing term used by online retailers around the world. According to the shop.org 2005 research study, 77% of online retailers said that their sales increased substantially on the Monday after Thanksgiving, a trend that is driving serious online discounts and promotions on Cyber Monday. In 2017, Cyber Monday's online sales grew to a record of $6.59 billion, compared with $2.98 billion in 2015 and $2.65 billion in 2014. However, the average order value was $128, down slightly from 2014's $160. The Cyber Monday on November 30th, 2020, the first during the COVID-19 pandemic, was the biggest online shopping day in U.S. history, with a total of $10.7 billion in online spending. And now for Boxing Day. Why is it called that anyway? Here is more trivia that you can use around the holiday table this year. So this custom is linked to an older British tradition where the servants of the wealthy were allowed the day off after Christmas to visit their families since they would have to serve their masters on Christmas Day. The employers would give each servant a box to take home containing gifts, bonuses, and some leftover food sometimes. So Boxing Day, that's why it's called Boxing Day. So Black Friday versus Boxing Day, which is better? According to the Finder Black Friday 2021 report, one in five Canadians plan to shop Boxing Day this year, meaning retailers can expect a last-minute boost before year-end. According to the data from the Retail Council of Canada's annual holiday shopping survey, Canadians will spend between seven and $800 on Boxing Day sales. Statistics show that Black Friday tops the charts for sales activity. According to the CPA Canada Holiday Spending Study, 65% of Canadian shoppers shop online during Black Friday and Cyber Monday, 46% shop in-store for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, 20% plan to take advantage of online Boxing Week sales, and 20% will shop in person during Boxing Week sales. Black Friday sales offer great deals, but not always, explains Georgia Rose Johnson, a publisher at Finder who specializes in shopping and travel. She recommends listing what you want to buy at least a month in advance of the sale and then comparison shop to get a benchmark price. This allows you to see if the price really is a bargain on Black Friday or Boxing Day. Johnson also suggests looking out for site-wide deals during these big sale events. Most retailers rarely discount every single item on their site. So if a store runs a site-wide sale, such as 20% off of everything, you're more likely to bag an item not normally included in a sale. Budget-conscious consumers will be pleased to learn that Boxing Day sales typically offer a much deeper discount. So I found this and I thought it was pretty interesting. They've given some really specific ways that you can save on Boxing Day. So one of the things that you can do is you can replenish your wardrobe. If you want to grab a few basics or even an entirely new wardrobe, you're in luck. According to Finder's analysis of 24 different products in six popular retail categories across four popular retailers, clothing and accessories had some of the deepest discounts during Boxing Day deals. While the average price drop was about 15.5%, most shoppers can find select fashion items slashed by between 50 and 90% off during Boxing Day sales. So another great category to shop in for Boxing Day is appliance discounts. At the end of the year, most major retailers will need to clear out last year's stock to make room for new inventory. This is when smart shoppers will stock up on last year's models, and this makes Boxing Day the best time to buy appliances in Canada. Look for bulk discounts and floor model discounts, as well as store-wide sales to snag the best deals on appliances during Boxing Day sales. 
And of course, stock up on last year's items. The need to get rid of last year's model isn't limited to appliances. Most general stores and and major specialty retailers will discount last year's merchandise as soon as the holiday season is over. Their hope is that the cost-conscious consumer will snap up the discounted merchandise and help to make room for new inventory. The best merchandise for Boxing Day deals includes home decor, furniture, electronics, and tools. To get the best deal, check comparison sites and deal aggregators frequently, and set up alerts for target sales. For instance, you may find your local hardware store offering 20% off all tools, and at the same time, a buy one, get one free on specific tool brands, such as Milwaukee or DeWalt. A good trick is to set up an alert, such as Milwaukee Boxing Day Sale, or Boxing Day DeWalt, so all relevant sales are sent straight to you. It's also time to replenish holiday-themed decor. Shoppers can expect deep discounts, upwards of 90%, on all holiday-related merchandise, including outdoor string lights, Christmas trees and stockings, Hanukkah menorahs, as well as ornaments and holiday-themed decor. So another thing that you can do is you can slash your home rental budget. Many homeowners choose the start of the year to complete home updates and repairs. As a result, retailers will compete to get your business. Make a list of what you need and scan flyers during Boxing Week and leading up into the new year. Chances are you can save hundreds and even thousands of dollars off your home reno budget by shopping these sales. So you can also strategically shop for electronics. While you'll get more selection during Black Friday sales, shoppers can still find big discounts on popular electronic items as well as slashed pricing on last year's models. For instance, the popular 65-inch OLED TVs were selling for approximately $2,500 in March 2022, but pre-Boxing Day flyers showed the same product for just under $1,700. So that's an $800 savings. Other electronics to keep in mind are, are small kitchen appliances and connected home devices. For instance, the Keurig Boxing Day sales have been very popular in Canada, as well as Alexa and Google products. Well, that's it for the podcast for 2023. We wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season, and we will chat with you in the new year. Have a great holiday, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Cherry Hill Perspective. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of Harborfront Wealth Management. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. Please seek advice from your accountant regarding anything raised in the content of the podcast regarding your individual tax situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial services provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.